welcome to the third episode of My Friend Podcast with me, Paige Elkington. Today on the pod, we got Ryan Ross. It's freaking Halloween. Things are about to get spooky as heck up in here. And um, I got to tell you, this is pretty special because he doesn't do interviews. But unfortunately for him, I am very persuasive and a good friend of his. So he could not really say no when I asked him. So... And the only thing I'm going to say before we get started is that if you're enjoying this show and you want to support it in a consistent way, please go to patreon.com slash myfriendpage. And if you are a brand, company, advertiser, whatever, and you want me to promote your cool product right here, right now on my podcast, um, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. So hit me up. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a Spookalicious Halloween. I know I will be having one. So uh, here we go. I know that's really true. (laughs) So that's why I figure this podcast can be really interesting since I don't fucking know any current events. I don't know what's going on at all. I have nothing to say. And you barely participate uh, on social media. And lately, it's been Z behind the posts. Because oh, really? Because I'm so bad at it. I screw them up every time I like was trying to post for the tour or like a show. Yeah. I always get it wrong. Like I crop the photo wrong. Oh. And uh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing it makes, for you. And for you, because you're friends with me. Totally, but I'm good at it. <laughs> you're so good I'm at really it. I'm really good at social media. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not getting so any better at it. I feel like you never do interviews either, do you? I just did the first, like, my first interview on video, mm-hmm. like, a week before the tour. The first one I've done in, like, ten years. In ten years? Yeah. Wow. And it was amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but you've never been funny. on a podcast before, right? No. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> Do you even listen to podcasts? Uh, I start them and I don't finish them. Like I, and I have all the intentions to listen to them. Yeah. Um, there's some really good ones. I'll suggest them to you afterwards because I'm not going to promote another podcast don't on my you. own podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rule number one. Rule number one. <laughs> no promotion of other podcasts. Guess what? My you podcast. don't have to worry about that from me because I, I don't even know another know. podcast. Yeah. Do you even get on the internet? Do you have a laptop? Well, of course you have a laptop. Um, it's in the shop. It's been in the <laughs> shop for three weeks, so no. Wait, are you joking? Yeah, it broke two days before the tour that I just did started. So oh. I just, and we had long drives, so yeah. I'm sitting there sometimes 12 to 14 hours a day in a, a vehicle. Right. With no computer. I was like, oh, I'm going to work, you know, I can yeah. tune everybody out and just like work on my laptop. Right. No, I just sat there. No. <laughs> Oh my god! What did you fiddle on your phone? Pretty much, I, like. But you don't watched... even use your phone. Like, what were you doing on there? It was boring. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like my worst nightmare. Like going on a plane with no entertainment. Oh, so I flew home from yeah. Denver because I was gonna work out some stuff with Alex mm-hmm. um, for the LA show, and I left my headphones. In my backpack that was, like, at the back of the plane, and I was like, I'm not going to bother everybody to go get it. So I, even on the way home, I'm sitting in silence, reading the airline magazine. Oh, God, like, that's, no, I, that's when you know you've, like, hit, <laughs> hit was, rock bottom is when that's all you've got. Yeah, that's your I only read it, entertainment. Like, cover to cover. 
Oh, you read every word? Yeah. Because oh, you I have did. nothing else to it do. It was the three you and a half hour flight. You try to do the crossword puzzle on Someone the already did the Sudoku. Damn it. And they did it well. And Damn it. Was it. So that's the worst. And the crossword. And they've already done the crossword and the Sudoku. And then I'm sitting there thinking, how many people have touched this? This gross Did they not have a movie situation for you on the no. back of the seat? No. No? No. Fucking hell, that yeah. is. I used to travel a lot. I was pretty good at it, and now I can't like even remember to put my headphones in. Yeah, I'm so scattered. I, I forget basic <laughs> necessity, flight necessities all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's tragic. <laughs> um, okay, so let's introduce you. Okay. <laughs> which traditionally happens at the beginning. Yeah. But whatever. Right. This isn't a traditional pod, so. Um, is that okay. what we call it? A pod. Your name is Ryan Ross. That is it. Yeah. Yep. Um, you used to be in this band, Panic at the Disco. Two for two. And I actually had to do some research about you. I was thinking about that today. (laughs) Because you're really just my friend. Yeah, you don't know anything about I really don't know anything about your past. I like it that way. Except that you you were in Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Um, And then you were in a band (laughs) after that. Yeah. Called The Young Veins. Yeah. I just learned this about you truly two hours ago because I was like, I need to start preparing for my podcast interviews. You should care about my life more. And then now you're in a new project called The Dead End Kids well, that, Club. Did I get that right? You got it right, but yes. it, it was more just like I, we needed a name for the tour. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it. There was a bunch of old films. Like The Dead End Kids were like a, a gang of like, you know, rascals. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, hey, let's call the tour this. And now who knows what it could be it might it might extend but what did you guys do did you guys just all perform songs together or yeah i mean <clears throat> palm springsteen was the only band so they so we were kind of using all their guys to to play me and z set and dan set oh so, but was it your music yeah i mean we oh, all it's your had, new songs yeah like it wasn't oh, stuff that i wrote with them or anything right. everybody was doing their own own thing, thing. Yeah. okay cool but we just we didn't like none of us had a band name so we just called it that. The tour of the Dead and Kids tour. Got so. it, got it, got it. But so yeah. you did perform new music. Yeah, for the okay. first time. And I missed your for, fucking show. You did, but you kind of had, I can't get mad at you. That yeah, yeah, I had an excuse. Sucks. I had a good excuse. But yeah, you missed a good one. And then, okay, so, but you're from, okay, I want to start with this. So you're from <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. You grew up in Vegas, mm-hmm. which I find so bizarre yeah it is weird there's not that many of us yeah there's not that many of you so what was that like uh pretty boring and kind of yeah i mean it's like people think of vegas and it's the strip right right and like party time but when you're a kid you can't go there no they're so on top of like keeping underage people out of the right in fact uh the first time panic headlined like a big show yeah house of blues is is that where the uh, what hotel is that in? Oh, is it, you know, I don't Mirage know or something like that. Mirage. Who cares? Cosmopolitan and anyway, they're gonna throw an after party for us. Right. How old were you guys? <laughs> I was not yet twenty one. I had uh-huh. a fake ID. Uh huh. We get to the party. Some of my other uh, bandmates and crew can go in. They're twenty one. Long story short, I get my fake ID taken away at my own after party. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. They wouldn't let me in, and they took my ID and kept it. And so I just, like, went home. Oh, my <laughs> While, like, my management and label and stuff, they were all, like, at the party. They were partying. I just, like, went home. You just went to bed. <laughs> to my apartment. But, yeah, um, growing up there, I, like... What's just, there to do? It's 
it's hot as hell. So yeah, summer vacation so is like super weird because you don't want to go outside until it's dark out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I grew up in so the suburbs. Not a lot of, I grew up in the suburbs. So is there what like are kids? Nature stuff to do. Um, yeah, kind of, but not when you're a kid. Like you don't go hiking by yourself no. in the fucking desert. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, so. Did you start playing music when you were relatively young? Pretty young. Or like, young. how did that? How did that even start for you? I was like thirteen or fourteen. And you um, just decided so you wanted to be in a band. Yeah, I don't know why. No one in my family played music. <laughs> uh, me and my like childhood best friend, who ended up being the drummer in Panic, decided one Christmas, let's get instruments. You get drums, I'll get a guitar, and we're just we'll figure this out. <laughs> you know. Are so you we would s- practice wow. in his garage. I started taking. Uh, guitar lessons but nice those are helpful when you're trying to learn I didn't take them long enough (laughs) I'll tell you that still but uh yeah we just decided we were going to play music as something to do so then you two started jamming we we were jamming yes (laughs) jamming in the garage jamming in the garage and then you met the other people yeah I met uh the other guys while we were in high school okay cool yeah and then that was just it. I mean, pretty much after high school. I went to college for a semester. I was going to ask you, did you go to college? I tried. I, I went, I had a scholarship for my grades. Really? Were you yeah. a good student? Yeah, I was smart. I'm sorry to say that's a little surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't a hard scholarship to get. It's like 3.0 or something. If you're local, you can go to UNLV for pretty much nothing. Okay. So I went the whole first semester and then decided... Just not to go to any of my finals. And I just f- didn't go to finals. And then I got kicked out of the house. My dad was like, you're not going to school. Get out of here. So then I lived at our rehearsal space uh-huh. downtown for a while. I was staying there. There was a couch. There was no air. It was perfect. No oh shower. Oh, my God. It was pretty stupid. So and, you were a uh, dirty little sweaty kid. I was kid. a dirty little kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I was waiting for the other guys to graduate high school because we had kind of like been talking to labels and we were going to get a deal. So they graduated and we went to record the album like a week after Brendan graduated high school. And then went But you guys the just like effortlessly like found a label and then it just like all worked out? Like was it I mean, one of those stories to, that was just like a, worked out really well? Yeah, I guess. I mean, compared to the struggle a lot of bands go through, we were really lucky that like we got um, label attention so quick. Um, but there was no strategy. We just like put some songs online and I bugged, uh, Pete from Fall Out Boy on some like, I don't know, he had like an email or something that was To listen to it? Yeah. And he did. And he liked it. And he came to Vegas to see us. That's Pete Wentz, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And he came out, this was before Fall Out Boy was like massive, massive. And then he watched us like rehearse and they were like, we had three songs. That was it. We didn't have, like we were barely a band so then wow. we we like he was like okay these are good we went out and did some demos in LA and then did a record they just let us do a record so he was kind of instrumental in like helping you guys yeah big time yeah that's I, I don't know what nuts. would happen if he hadn't so you cold emailed him yeah because I was so email. naive that like <laughs> oh this will work right like this is how things work <laughs> oh my gosh and then but, so yeah. we, you you wrote a lot of the lyrics for the big song or the ones i know yeah i mean most of the lyrics i handled um, right because like i really only know like (laughs) 
I want to say I was like a huge Panic fan, but the truth <laughs> is I only listened to like two songs and just over and over oh, you and did. over and you over You actually again. did. You didn't just yeah. hear them out like out and about. You put them no, on. No, I heard, I heard them on the radio yeah. or whatever, but yeah, yeah. put them That's on. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I write sins, not tragedies. Sure. Which I know you wrote. I did. <laughs> and then, um, actually I don't know if you wrote this one, but this is lying is the most... Right. That's fun thing a girl's a girl can do without taking her clothes off. Yeah. What is up with these fucking song titles? That was just that was what was happening then. <laughs> I, I feel like I was doing it all as a joke almost. Like I yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, everybody always calls the song title whatever the line in the chorus is or something. I'm right. Sure. Like, oh, fuck that. Let's, I'm just let's gonna just, just piss people off. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I wrote most of the lyrics on that record, and and we all did kind of the music and. Put, put the songs together, but they kind of left the lyrics. So when, so when you guys were at your like peak after like you got a lot of success and, um, fame when you're touring, like what was that like, like that lifestyle? Like pretty wild. Cause you were really young still. Yeah. Like how young were you? Um, 21, 22. I mean, when we got big, I was probably 20 and the other guys were younger than me. So uh, it was a lot and it was happening really fast and we were just kind of always on tour and so things were like right. getting bigger and bigger Yeah. and we didn't, we lived in that little tour bubble Yeah. and uh, when and you, you were just like peace out to your family yeah I mean it wasn't really you know on that great of terms with my dad when I left for tour right right right, right. And, yeah you uh, guys don't have a great relationship we uh but the other guys, you know, their families were worried about us because mm-hmm. we were so young. Um, right. You know, obviously that that's a kind of insane life choice for a kid to make. Mm-hmm. But um, it kind of made us all closer in the band, I think, because we had... You nobody else like, could relate to what... What was going on. With. Right. And then, you know, you get... You're like nine months into a world tour and it's just like... Even if you're young, you're tired and you're exhausted and... I think it. But did you like me. it? Did you like like the, uh, the uh, uh, attention and fame and all that, or was it overwhelming? It was overwhelming, and I felt like we were growing up in front of everyone. Everyone, and there's growing pains when you're that age. You know, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I felt like some of the stuff we were doing. I, I don't really think it's cool anymore. You know, right, it's sure. just like awkward to grow up as a teenager in, in somewhat it, of a yeah, spotlight. Totally. I mean, and think you about change today. your mind a lot. Like you, like you think you're one person when you're 20 and then when you're 22, you're like, Oh, I don't like any of that anymore. Right. Sure. I'm completely different now. But and, yeah. And so when did you decide to leave the band? I can't, uh, it was after the second record cycle was about to be done. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I think 23. Yeah. Yeah, and then I left, and me and John, the bass player from Panic, who I'd been writing a lot of the second record with, uh-huh. he and I started the Young Veins. Um, but we had been talking about leaving for a while, and the other guys knew, and we kind of decided that like these festival shows in Africa were going to be the last ones. We actually had a like really nice trip that time. Yeah. Because there was no like no reason to fight or whatever. Yeah. I just think you know. We were so young, and people change a lot in those oh, early yeah. 20s. Like, nobody totally. knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so me and John split up and uh, did a record 
real quick, like after we left, because we had almost all of the songs already written. For oh, the band's wow. Record. They were going to be Panic songs. Oh, they were? Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. And then when that band stopped, you took a big hiatus. Yeah. Do you feel like you had, like, music fatigue or, like, music trauma? Is that, is that what contributed to, like, just taking a break from it all? Yeah, and it, it probably. And it wasn't intentional. And I right. can't... I wouldn't have said that, like, five years ago. But now, looking back on it, like, how long it's kind of taken me to to get going again. Mm-hmm. I think I was having a little bit of, like, a mental breakdown. Right. And uh, having left two things you know leaving right. a band that was doing great and was then, doing great did then, that make you feel like did you ever feel like you were making the wrong decision or something no um a lot of other people did yeah well obviously you're like leaving a band that's yeah. doing super well i mean if you look at it on paper it's insane but right you know just just the way that we were creatively growing different i think uh it wouldn't change my mind today but having the second band break up where I was like, okay, I, I love these songs that we're doing. Having that and fall through yeah, so quickly, I think yeah. like Fucked it was up. the first thing in my career that like didn't go right. Right. And I wasn't, right. I didn't know what that was. Cause like. usually that would be before yeah, exactly. the success. So you'd have like a bit of backwards. struggle yeah. and then have the success. And I'm but just for like, you. Oh, so not everything you do turns to gold. Right. And uh, that's a weird thing to, to like be faced with that. That's it's one of the like weird, I think I one of the weirder things about like having success early on. Yeah. You, you get, your perspective gets it's a bit totally warped. Fucked. Yeah. And then you get jaded when something doesn't go yeah. your way. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think, like, I needed to, like, check my ego. But after that happened, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is not how things work. Just things don't yeah. just always work out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I spent a couple of years just kind of wandering around, you know. Yeah, a, totally. A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit iffy there for a while. As, yeah. As you know, you've known me yeah. for a long time. I've known you for a long time. <laughs> And yeah, and you're to- you're totally sober now too. Um, yeah, yeah um, it's been, uh, been, been a but you don't years. go to you don't go to AA. I did. I don't now. I went for a while. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. How was that? I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk. To, oh, oh, you're not to allowed you to talk to about well, it. Well, it's anonymous, but oh, I have gone. Oh, that's true. True, but, true. 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 Um, yeah. I'm always just so curious about it. it. It was fine. Um, yeah. But some people love it, you know, like oh, they, they go aware. every day yeah. and they love it. For me, it's not like I've got it all figured out, but sure. like it was a little too much hearing about all these like horrible things every day from other people. People. Yeah. I was like, totally. I just need a Do you think sobriety helped you like get back to a place where you felt good about um pursuing music again? I've well like, I had never drank until I was almost 21, and I feel like that first record, I mean, I wrote everything sober. I've yeah. done good work yeah, totally. without any, any other substance, um, but it does take a while to get, like, your creative mind back, I think. Sure. Because I, I mean, you know, you can use anything as a crutch. Yeah, totally. And I started thinking, okay, having a drink will help me finish a song or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, it's just an excuse. I'm, like, so 
it took me so long to figure out that I'm so much better off not drinking. Yeah. Because, like, I used to love <laughs> drinking, and, like, sure. I could do it every day, and then it was it was just a matter of, like, and I don't think this happens to everyone, but my hangovers would get so depressive and yeah. so dark. Yeah. And I was like, I can't function like this. And it would take over the next three days of my life. And then yeah. finally I was just like, I'm going to cut, I'm going to really cut back. But we were just saying that like, before we started the pod, that it's weird that alcohol is like so the most acceptable thing to do. And it's easy to get. And so it's easy like, to get. Every show you watch, there's an alcohol commercial in the middle of Truly. it. Truly. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it can be so hectic. Yeah. And like not everyone should drink. No. It's Like true. it's just not meant for everyone. Right. And it takes a second to figure that out. And I I'm had just to like, realize that. Yeah. You'd realize that. You know. And I realized it without going to the extremes that you did. But mm-hmm. like I realized that like it's just not, it's not my, I'm better off right. without it. Right. You know? I mean, yeah. I still drink, but like, oh man, like it's night and day how I, yeah. how I used to. <laughs> and I don't like, like getting drunk and I, the feeling of being hungover makes like my skin crawl. I'll never forget those hangovers. The last, yeah. the last, last ones before you got them, sober. You know? Yeah. They're just like epic, you know? Yeah. Just, just <laughs> life altering, altering. Yeah. Literally. But, uh. Yeah. And you and I are bad sleepers, and I feel like alcohol is, like, such a good... It, it can be, like, this crutch to help you fall asleep, but also you get the shittiest sleep of your life while you're yeah. drinking. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a little while to get, you know, like, I still don't sleep great. Yeah, I, I know. I'm like, aware. <laughs> my, my sleep regimen or, or, like, you know, my routine is... Uh, I feel like we're always tossing back and forth yeah, suggestions. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, melatonin, you're like, doesn't do shit for me. Me neither. Did you tell me about the weighted blanket or did I tell you? I honestly don't remember. But, but you got one and you said you loved it, right? Yeah. The gravity blanket? It. Yeah, it's amazing. But I'll have that. So that's one thing. The noise machine and then like Seinfeld or some kind of comedy show that I've yep. seen a thousand times. I can't listen to music. No, because I no, I can't listen to music. I, the thoughts start yeah. happening. Totally. I need somebody talking. I need I, someone talking. <laughs> I actually wish Netflix would make a genre where it was like sleep documentaries where there's no loud noises. That's a really good idea. Or something because I'm because what I do end up doing my like way I've been able to fall asleep is I have the sound machine going, mm-hmm. so it's never silent. And then I have my laptop open with a show where the brightness is all the way down yep, and the volume is like almost to the point see, where I can't, I yeah, can like can't hear it. Hear the... So my thoughts aren't happening, right. but <laughs> you're the only person that's like similar. got the same, it's, like, yeah, yeah the it's, volume levels are super important. The noise has to be louder than the dialogue, Uh huh. Uh-huh. you know? Yeah, totally. But, it, but if but, it stops, like if the show stops, I'll wake up. Me too. And then I have to get it back on. It's I have like to it. get it back on. I have to have it like a, it has to be going at all times, just yeah. very softly yeah. in the background. I know because. It's, Netflix should do something for sleep aid. I think. Hey, billion dollar idea. So, yep. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. When this <laughs> podcast ends and your music career ends, we're going to be doing that. Yeah, the gravity blanket didn't really. Oh, you tried it. I did try yeah. it, and I didn't love it. Really? I didn't love it. Why not? I don't you know. You don't like the it feeling didn't... being crushed in your sleep? 
<laughs> you know, I do. So it should have worked. Um, no, I don't know. I just didn't. It didn't. Maybe I had really high expectations for it. The I just one, thought I was going to well, put on this really heavy blanket and fall straight asleep. Right. The mm-hmm. one thing I don't like about it is I can't cover my face because I'll suffocate with it. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't, like, bury yourself. How heavy is hers? Because the one <laughs> I got heavy. was, like, the heaviest one, which might have been I think it's 25 pounds. But if you, like, ball it up, it's, like, 50, <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's not okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know well, about Maybe yours is too heavy. It's, like, obstructing your breathing. That could be it. Maybe my organs are getting <laughs> yeah. crushed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's, like, now... Because I'm, I'm not on any sleeping pill anymore or anything like that. So, like, my routine is that. And then I will – is there anything else I do to help me fall asleep? Exercise helps me. I'm do you do full that? Exor- not, like, before bed, but I try to – No, not before that. bed. Yeah. But, like, do you try to exercise? Does that help you yeah, fall asleep? Yeah, like, every day. Since I got – well, a little bit before tour. Do you go to a gym? No. no, sometimes I'll go with Alex. Yeah. Um, because he's got a thing at that rock climbing gym. Oh but yeah. We just use the gym stuff. But I've been oh, playing I've, a lot yeah, of hockey. Yeah, yeah. I like to do hockey. You know. Oh yeah, I'm, teams I know. I play you, once a week. you love your hockey. You and actually brought me workout. to my first Kings game. Yeah. Which I had the time of my life. It's the best, right? We're horrible this year, so if you want to go again, we get cheap seats. <laughs> I did a commercial for the Kings. I know. You which that Kovalchuk. won an Emmy. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, it won an Emmy. Um, uh, wow. Yeah. What's what's the guy I did the scene with? Kolvachuk. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 And He's very Russian. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, I was extra excited about it because I've been to a game. I was before. so jealous that you were in. A low key team. hockey is like the most fun. Yeah. Thing to go to. Not low key. It's the best. And it's violent. <laughs> yeah. And people and are loose, and they're like going nuts. Yeah. I mean, I guess they are in football and yeah, soccer people, and all the sports, but I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah, it's just well, visually very entertaining. Yeah, it's it's super fun. It doesn't look that great on TV, but if you go to a game, you get it. Yeah, on TV, like, whatever. I could do without it. Yeah. But. Yeah, you should come to one of my games. It's not like that. <laughs> so you play, with, like, with a bunch of people or? Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm on a team. We play do you make friends that way? <laughs> Is that, like, is that why I joined? No. <laughs> is that, are you concerned about how many friends I have? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's guys, you know, uh, like one of the guys on my team works at this place called Tour Supply and, and uh. like helped me build a pedal board for this tour. Oh, so sick. there's some like music people. Justin I, Bieber's played on oh. my team before. I wasn't there. Why? Why are you invite me? I, I wasn't playing I guess playing he's married now, year. so whatever. But, <laughs> but like, there's a weird small music crossover for hockey i don't know yeah i haven't figured out that's why, cool but, i but like any other... kind of like activity that you can do as an adult that feels like something you would have done in like high school because it's like it's just nice to see people on a regular basis and yeah. do something healthy that's not totally going to a bar or like and the gym's not fun to me like i i work yeah. out here a little bit at home but it's a chore yeah like, but i'm doing that i'm not thinking no this is a, a workout it's it's fun. Your hockey club or whatever you'd call it, f- my equivalent of that is playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I'm so curious about this because the last time I saw you, you just kind of like dipped Got a toe. Got into it. I dipped yeah. a toe. Yeah. yeah. And you're still playing. Still playing. Um, yeah. Uh, Harley and I have 
like a Magic Monday club where people like come around and play magic. I'm kind of interested. Did you ever play it as a kid? No. Okay, for those listening who don't know what Magic the Gathering is, it's a um, it's a card game. It's a card game with mythical creatures that battle on a battlefield. Um, So far, that's a very dumbed down explanation, but um, it was. It was really popular back in the day, and it's still very, very popular. I think it's actually more popular now than ever because it's now you can play it online right, of through Arena. Yeah, I mean, um, I remember kids, but in it's just weird it. for me at this point in my life as like <laughs> a like fully grown woman yeah. to f- discovered Magic the Gathering the and like, no, they're, they're they're reaching for and just become fully addicted to it. So, what is it like? Um, it's not like poker. It's not like a card game. And like I that, like right? poker. You know. You know what's fucked up? I don't even know how to play poker. <laughs> I never played poker. Weird. That is pretty weird. You've made is it, it this fun? long. Uh, I Do like blackjack like better because it's quicker. Poker is this takes triggering a lot of for you because you're from Vegas? No. <laughs> like I quit gambling, pretty much like when I was 23 or something. Because were you into gambling while fun. you lived there? Uh, we were doing a record at the Palms, like our second oh, album, wow. and I would go out pretty much every night and go play blackjack, but you lose enough money. You lose so much money. It, I was like, this is just dumb. Yeah. It's not fun. Do you think that gambling should just be fully illegal? Oh, it'll never. I mean... It'll never. It'll never. I think people have to know. <laughs> I just feel like there's got to be so much destruction that happens oh, yeah. through it. I mean, like, way just... more than the... The good that comes out of it, so... I don't know that there's any good that comes out of it. Well, it I'm sure that pure... you, you... Maybe you have a fun night with your friends, yeah, gambling some moonies. But people ruin their lives with it. Yeah, sure. totally. And the fact that you Absolutely. can do it online now is, like, real dangerous. Yeah, I think it kind of should be illegal. But magic, you don't gamble, right? The lottery should be illegal. No. Um, <laughs> You're gonna, you got to tell me about magic here. I'm going to tell you about magic. Okay, so... There's the great thing about magic is that you could be playing the best player in the world and be a beginner and there's still a chance you're I mean a very very small one but there is still a chance that you could win. So there's always okay. that element of luck. I like that. Um but so so much strategy goes into it. I mean How long ma- does it take you to learn how to play it? So the other thing about magic is that you cannot learn it in one sitting. It's a game that you you only take baby steps every time you play until you fully understand it. So, like, the first time I played it, or probably the first two months I played it, I didn't know half of the fucking rules. So There's just enough. no way you can. Yeah. And you, you just slowly incorporate more, like, planeswalkers. You're not going to know what that fucking means. But um, you just take it really slowly, which is another reason I think it's so compelling is because it, it takes a while to master it, and you're never done learning. Right. Like, even the best players can keep learning. Right. You know? So... How, how long do you play at a time? Like, is it hours or... So, you can have a quick game if it's just, you know... You know, usually it's just one-on-one and um, depends... You finish what, a game, like, in one sitting? Yeah, so it, it, it can go like... it can go anywhere from, like, 20 minutes to an hour. Oh, okay. That's not that crazy. Yeah. I felt like it was one of those things people play for, like, six or seven hours at a time. Well, they you're going to want to play multiple table. games. Oh, okay. You're going to want to play multiple games. But, oh, man, <laughs> I could I could t- honestly talk about Magic for hours, but I will not. <laughs> we can do that off off the air. Uh, yeah, we will do that You'll off air because I'm sure it. that only, like, two people listening <laughs> yeah. play Magic. So. We're losing followers as we speak. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Wait, are you... You're not dating anyone right now, right? No. Are you in dating apps? Nope. 
Have you ever been on a dating app? Nope. I can't. Oh, you don't even use the internet. What I, am I talking about? I can't. And I, you know, people already know too much about me, so I kind of, like, keep that as... Private as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're a private person. I am anyway. But, yeah, yeah. I, I've never done the dating app thing. I feel like, I don't know, I, I couldn't even if I wanted to, and I, I don't really want to. Yeah. Like, some of our friends are on yeah. Raya, Raya and stuff like Raya, that. Yeah, yeah. I just hear, like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I, don't I can't know. do those things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about it. Um, I've been on them, but... It's more that, that I'm just, like... Uh, the idea of going on, like, a blind date is so insane to me. It's like, stressful. I'm anxious about it. Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm a that. very confident person, but it, it makes me anxious, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, to the point where I'm, like, I, I'd probably chat with someone on one of those apps for so long before I actually right. ever, like, met them. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, it's kind of amazing that people can do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just not, there's no way. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk to you about Renaissance Fair because... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes. It's LA's best kept secret, in my opinion. Yeah. It's better than Coachella. I can, yeah, I can attest to that. It's like the best. I had so much fun. Fest. The best fest. (laughs) Ever. It is, yeah. It's the only place you can go and watch jousting and also go throw knives. Right. And buy knives. And And, buy knives. And And we're both like, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because we're both huge fans of this (laughs) festival. And it, it's also amazing because people go so hard with their outfits. And you, you yeah. truly do feel like you're walking around in, like, a different time period. Yeah, I mean, I got pretty dressed up, I think, the first time I went. And I, yeah. the second I walk in, I'm like, oh, I didn't put any effort in compared yeah, to what compared everybody to, else is wearing. Totally. If you don't dress up, you're, like, looked at weird. Which Yeah, I like. which I like. Which I like. People get fully into it. It's it's so special, and I'm just also like, how how are we allowed to being like be able to like throw knives? I didn't. I don't think I did that hay. when I went. So you I didn't out big time. That so they have so fun. They have um, so at the Ren Fair they have knife throwing where you they give you knives and you throw them out. Like at a target or something. Yeah. Then they have classic archery. They have which. That I thing where I'd you can throw good. balls and it hits, if it hits the target, the... The dunk tank? The dunk tank. Yeah, yeah the dunk tank. <laughs> yes. Uh, Love that. And they insult you the whole time. Yeah, right. Um, they have the jousting. They have... I've seen... The jousting's amazing. The I mean, jousting it's kind is... Of like, real. It's there was kind of, a show on Discovery Channel, I don't know if it still is, that was, like, a reality show about jousters. I don't know if that's the right term. Yeah. But they would tour, like, like in a trailer with really? their horses and do, like, fairs. So those guys, oh, they, they build they their own around? armor. They build their own armor. So and once like, they leave that Ren Fair, they go to another Ren Fair somewhere yeah, else? Yeah. That's like a career? Like a circus act kind of thing. Wow. But they God, can get seriously they, When hurt. I find out that people do things like that, it makes me feel so boring. <laughs> I mean, compared to a professional jouster, yeah, we yeah. are fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's a high standard. Wait, so you were watching a show, a reality show about these jousters? Yeah, and it's interesting because they, like, build their own armor. They have to train. Like, there's a lot of technique involved. And you can get seriously hurt. Like, it's not really? all an act. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like the, WWE. I think maybe the or one just we wrestling. saw was, but some of them are, like, Serious. fully realistic. Like, you can go to the hospital if you get stuck with the, the uh, wow. what do they call that thing? 
Oh, yeah. the the sword. It was a great show. I'll find out what it was called afterwards. And yeah, I'm interested. I'll send you some on YouTube. That's I'm great. interested. I'm like a little worried though that it's going to get so popular. <laughs> that it's going to ruin it. Wait, because of us talking about it right now? <laughs> yeah, or I just like I feel some weird ownership over it, even though like I really shouldn't because like I really didn't even know about it until like three years ago. <laughs> The Ren Fair? But I just don't want it to get so popular. Did you go last year? I went I know three I it. times yeah. last year. I went three times. And is it more crowded than before? Um, I don't know. But you'd be so proud of me. This last year, I bought an ocarina at the Ren Fair and um, learned all the Zelda songs. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Why do you bring it over? I actually have I two don't know. here, but I don't know how to play them. Hey, do you do you did you play Zelda? I just started it. Wait, the new one? Yeah. I mean, Dang, I, that's like, what we're gonna be doing. Ocarina of Time was that's my that's what game. we're gonna be doing. Oh, okay. it's the best video game of all time. That like shaped my wanting to play music. I think really yeah. Like I love that aspect of that game. The music in that game is Ocarina. so good. It's amazing. The Ocarina is. Um, I'll bring uh, it over next time. Yeah. And I have the songbook, the Zelda awesome. songbook. I want to learn. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Did you go as Link for Halloween yeah. one year? Mm-hmm, like two years ago. Two years ago. And all I want to do is do that again. Again. Every year. <laughs> Your Halloween costume last year, I painted you purple. That's right. You did. You were count. I was the count. You were the Sesame count Street. from Sesame Street, right? <laughs> That was amazing in your hands. <laughs> oh my god! What are you going to be yeah. this year? Because this will probably come out that. after Halloween. Wait, we'll see. If I really come don't out. know. Okay, I think I can say what I'm going to be to you. Yeah, because there's no way this is going to come out before Halloween. Oh, is it? Me and Dan have a couple's costume uh, idea, but I don't know if I I should tell. Shit! This yet. could possibly come out All right. before. I'm not going to say, because I might change my mind, but what, what's yours? Okay, so I think I'm going to be a sexy coexist bumper sticker. <laughs> How? <laughs> you, you know the bumper sticker I'm talking yeah. about, right? It's yeah. iconic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> it's blue. The font's white. So I hand paint a sign about this big, like, so it goes over my chest and yeah. it, with a rope that goes around my neck. Like you're standing on the street advertising something. Right, One exactly. And then my hands will be painted silver like a bumper. And then I'm going to wear a little blue mini skirt mm-hmm. and a blue, like, bikini top. And that's it. I'm the sexy coexist bumper I think sticker. It's so good. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> think about that. I know. I, I I set the bar so high. Yeah, you do. You take Halloween seriously. Way too I high. That about you too. And so I'm like, I don't know. And this is the only thing that I can think of that's you, weird. What's good to about me. that one is you'll offend a lot of people that we know. I feel like. like people, is it offensive? People have that sticker. Oh, in for LA. sure. Like I was gonna. <laughs> it's kind of related because I was gonna be. My hair is a little longer now. Yeah. I was gonna be a yoga guy. For Halloween. Oh, yo, you're just like, gonna carry around a mat? Like harem pants. And oh, like harem pants. Oh, man bun? Yeah. That is then, hilarious because of you. <laughs> yeah. Because you're usually wearing like a leather jacket and suspenders. Right. And yeah, and like mid rise pants. Right. So, so I would love to see you as that. Yeah. I would actually just love to see you just like cosplay a yoga wellness person for like a year of your life. <laughs> a year. Well, because I just get so much could be a start. 
Yeah. But that's an LA. Like, you should people, just make the caption Namaste. I know. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> you really think so? Well, not people yoga get people. So easily. Not yoga people. Um, offended. <laughs> they do. Which is why I'm excited for your costume. You know somebody's <laughs> going to be bummed about that at the party because they have that sticker on their car right now. Right. <laughs> so Yeah, do but it. maybe they'll think it's funny. Like, if I had that sticker on my car, I'd think it was to. really funny. You have to. It's like those baby on board stickers. Like, Oh, sexy baby on board bumper sticker. <laughs> there you go. Is that one better? I don't know. Fuck. That's not as L.A. You're right. I think you stick with, with the other one, but... <laughs> You're right. Oh, poor... I hear Dottie crying in the background. Yeah. I hope you don't hear How's that How's it being there. a dog dad for... Because you... Man. Because so Dottie, what... Dottie's a... She's a basset hound. A basset hound. Oh, my yeah. God. And I have a bloodhound, too. <laughs> and you have a bloodhound. Yes. Elwood. And their size difference is... A hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, yeah. Elwood weighs 150 pounds. Um... Dog dad life is it's full real. on. It's it's full time job. Yeah, and I can't it's compare a it to having job. a real kid. No, that's you know obviously. But way it's harder, such a but good a step in the right. Like I feel like having an animal is essential before you have a kid. It's amazing. It's not any any bit the same, but it, it teaches you so much. I feel like this is like at the peak of how much responsibility I can have. even handle. And, Do you uh, want kids? Not right now. <laughs> I've never, never have wanted. Yeah, you've never wanted them. Do you ever want a family? Do you, are you going to want to, do you ever want to, I, I, I have can't you ever, that. no? I feel like if I say no, that's super dark. No, that's not dark. <laughs> but I feel like. I think it should be normalized when people don't want kids. You're right. It should. It's because weird that everyone it's, is expected to. Expected to. It's, it's, it's one of those things that you, when you grow up, you're like, I have to do this to feel normal. I think maybe, I mean, from my personal uh, outlook on it, it's like my childhood wasn't that great. Right. So when I'm thinking of Family passing life. that along, like yeah. mine was fucking hellish sometimes. Yeah. So I'm not like, oh, yeah. But do you is... not think about it like, oh, I had a really traumatic childhood, so I'm going to make, I want to have kids so I can... Be the parent that I never had. People having kids. Yeah. The world would be fine if I didn't. Yeah, totally. But I don't know. I won't rule it out. Yeah. I feel. But it's not something that seems like so exciting to you, or is like a big priority. No, I think there's still so much I want to do. Yeah. With like my my personal life Life. and creative stuff that Uh there's no time for both. There's no fucking time. Like you got to do one or the other. I think. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. Like. Because you can't you, travel I'm, after that. Yeah. Not that you ever travel. Yeah. I mean, or I mean, you're traveling for tour. Right. But it's not like vacation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd have to be in a spot where I wanted to take a full break from music to just do something like that. But yeah, that's that's way that's off. so yeah. far. I just yeah. have so much stuff that I want to do. And I know how much I know. Time that's what's so shitty about being a, a woman is that like you actually. There is a bit of a timeline in the yeah. sense that, like, and I talked to my last guest, Julia, about this because we're both, like, the type of girl who are, who are, like, you know, we're like, wow, we, we don't need to get married and, like, having a family would be cool, but it's not a priority to, to me or whatever. But at the same time, you still do always feel that pressure. Yeah. 
when you get older because you're like, shit, like, if I do want to have a kid, like, yeah, I mean, there's it a, gets harder and harder and harder. There's a medical fact. Yeah, about there's a, pretty yeah. much a, a certain age. Yeah, well, I think that to have, like, a normal egg, it's just um, a lot easier when you're under 35. And then past 35, it can get really hectic trying to get, like, fertility is, like, a real thing that declines as you get older. Yeah, you have a a bigger I mean, technology is obviously helping things. I mean, I still have time. Yeah. But, um... But I have more time. But you have (laughs) a lot more time and way less to worry about. I will agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah. Also, you're not very political, are you? I'm not. Um, You don't even read the news. Ever since Trump got elected, it, like, put me into, like, a shell shock thing where I'm so, like, I think the world's going to end today if I read the news. So it's, it's really, like... And I feel helpless with it. Sure. So I just... Yeah. I think most uh, people do. Yeah. And just to see how many of my friends, like, put so much effort mm-hmm. into the last election, to see it go wrong, it almost feels like nothing makes sense now. Sure. It's all just chaos. But you're going to vote. I'm going to vote, yes. You're going to vote, but you don't know who you're going to vote I'm for. I'm not going to vote for Trump, I can yeah. tell you that. Okay, but great. Yeah. Well, you know who to consult. Yes, and I, and I will, and I do. <laughs> and my endorsement would, you know, I'm a Bernie Sanders freak. Yeah. I love him. I agree. Have you ever had, like, a medical thing where you had to pay out of the ass medical bills? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, well. But I know you have. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think, yeah, uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't have universal health care. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not like... A new idea. There's other parts of the world that have it, and it's fine. Yeah, it it's works. It's not that crazy. It thing. works. I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Okay, but yeah, we'll 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 get there when <laughs> when it's so. time. Yeah, when it's time for you to vote. Yeah. <laughs> Do we wrap it up? I mean, you were well prepared. You had stuff written down. I, I'm. I was worried that we were going to talk for like. I'm like, what other minutes. exclusive Ryan Ross content can I get while I have to? You've gotten here. more out of me than pretty much anybody, so. Really? <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, you I never know do you. interviews. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And also, I just want everyone to know that we did this interview on Ryan's bed and it was <laughs> close to pitch black in the beginning, and then we turned on the light. It's still dark in here. It's still really dark. And it's. And. I don't even have microphones yet, but I'm getting them. And so the sound quality will go up. We pretty much covered it all. Yeah, I think we did good. If, if we didn't, I'll come back on the show. Hell yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Uh, you know what I should have done? No, it would have been too hectic to take fan questions. You would have got some good ones. I would have got some For good ones. Time. Oh, okay. That's one thing I want to ask you about. Mm. Um, what's just like the craziest thing... That's ever happened to you with a fan, or what's like? What, what are your craziest like? Like you've lived this crazy life where you've had like all these ups and downs, fame and success, whatever. What's like one of the like the crazier things that ha- has happened to you? Um, during that whole, I mean, I guess it's such a general question. I mean, there the kids used to show up to the house, and that freaked me out a lot. Really? Yeah. And I still get fan mail. People know my address, which is really unsettling for me. That's um, scary. Because I'm a private person, and they mean well. Oh, of but course, like, of somebody, course. 
I don't like answering the door for the mailman. You know? I know. Like, and there, yeah, there's been a few times I got caught off guard with that. Um, but like on this last tour, we did meet and greets every show beforehand. Sure. And so I think it was good for me to re-engage and like. Absolutely. Ninety nine percent of my interactions with fans is amazing. Amazing. I actually and feel I like you have really great the, fans. I do, and I don't want to let like the one or two weird instances like yeah, kind of like you know taint that. your experience. Yeah. yeah, totally. But there's been weird stuff over the years, but nothing like deadly. Yeah, nothing you know? deadly. Yeah, no like crazy stalker. Not not like a consistent one. You know? <laughs> a lazy stalker. <laughs> a lazy stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh. I told this story in an interview not long ago, but I think the one that really, when somebody asked me something like that, that I remember is like, we, we were early on, it was like maybe one of our first tours, someone had baked us some cupcakes or something like that, and we're eating them, and we're in the van, this is before we were even that big, and uh, I can't remember who in the band was like, oh, there's a hair in here, and then someone else found another hair. And then they started going through them, and someone had baked a single hair into each cookie or cupcake or whatever. So that still shakes me that? to my core. Like, that's some witchcraft weird stuff. That was, that's <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah, so there there you have it. That still stands in, in my mind as the weirdest thing. Oh my god! It clearly, be, but the funny thing is, I'm so hungry right now. If you gave me a I muffin have, with one I of have. your fans' hair in it, <laughs> I'd it. be like, I'd eat around it for sure. Okay, like that's how hungry I am. I right mean, now. this like I, I said, didn't eat before. That was at a point where we didn't have a lot of money. We were sleeping on mm-hmm. floors, so the, they cro- got the thought crossed my mind. Yeah, like is it that bad? <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. But on that note, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Um. So, thank you so much for coming on my pod. You're so very welcome. Um, Have a good time. Like and subscribe and share. And um, you probably already follow Ryan on social media, so I'm not even gonna. You're not even gonna tell. Okay. Him what, what what's you? your Instagram name? Is this is the, the real, real Ryan Ross? Ross. Yeah. This is the real Ryan Ross. Mm-hmm. Correct. And yeah. listen to his new music. Go see his shows. Like um, unlike you. Yeah, unlike me. <laughs> I'm gonna come to one when when you play next. Um you stay tuned for our Halloween costumes yeah. if that is relevant. It is. Shit, I already told mine. Maybe I'll have to cut it. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay, well thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast. Oh, 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 I do wanna say this while I have you. We're gonna act like this is the intro. Um so I'm super excited to have Ryan on my podcast because Ryan has been a good friend of mine over the years. Probably, how many years have we been friends? I was thinking about that earlier today. Probably six or seven, maybe longer. Probably six or seven. Yeah. That's like I've that's like a real ass friendship in, in LA. That's yeah, like, that's, that's like a lifetime. serious one. <laughs> yeah, um, and he is the real deal. He's the nicest person. Also, so funny, so smart. Um, Truly the coolest human. So if you've ever like thought that about him, it is it's very true. And um and if you have he's not a douchebag or an asshole like behind the scenes. He's fucking incredible and amazing. And um yeah, I just want to say that. Oh before you so start. sweet. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>